0: Now, going back and listening to this episode before publishing it, I noticed and I want to make sure everybody knows that I am very aware of the audio differences because where I'm at right now recording just on my phone, it sounds completely different no matter where I am, whether I'm in the car or sitting on the couch at home. It sounds very different and a majority of this episode I recorded while I was in the car, which I don't want to do forever, but I was on my way home from work this morning and I had all these ideas and was just feeling really spontaneous and so I hit the record button, set my phone on my lap and just talked on my whole way home. And I recognize that the audio for that does not sound as good. However, I got out everything that I wanted to say. I'm really happy with the way I sounded as far as my words and my um, confidence in recording it. So I'm not going to delete it and rerecord it because it will just not be the same if I do. But I want to let everybody know that I do have a microphone coming, and I am setting up a little office space for me to work on schoolwork and have my podcasting mic set up, and everything will be much more consistent when I finally am able to sit down and do all of this in one place and not be recording here and there and everywhere. I sound like Dr. Seuss saying that, um, but, but yeah, so... I know it doesn't sound as good, but in the moment I felt like talking, I felt like recording. And so I just kind of went for it and maybe it doesn't sound as good, but it doesn't sound absolutely horrible. So I just wanted to let you guys know it won't be like that forever, but this is the very beginning of the journey for me still. And that's where I'm at recording in my car. And so thank you guys for bearing with me and the subpar audio that I have given you guys thus far. I really appreciate you still taking the time to listen and I just want to let you know that you can look forward to much more clear audio and a better sounding podcast in general coming soon here. Just sitting here recording, I think it sounds it sounds really good even just through my phone. So I can only imagine how much better it's going to be when I actually have headphones on and a microphone and a steady background with no background noise and just an overall better environment for me to record in. So I just wanted to put that little disclaimer out there because I know it's not perfect and it's never going to be perfect, but it will get much better. So thank you anyways for listening to my amateur podcast in the meantime and you can look forward to the future as will I for when this will be even better and I just look forward to all of the improvements that can come with practice and equipment and having the right atmosphere Hello party people welcome back to another episode Before I say anything else, I have a couple announcements per usual. So, first being, I promise this is the last time I will ever change the name of this podcast. But when I had to switch from nursing it to nurse it, I originally thought that it flowed better and that I actually liked it better and I wasn't mad about the fact that I had to change it. But the longer I've had it be that way the longer I've had to think about it. And I, I was not in love with it. And so I thought of a different title called Nurse With Words. And the reason why I chose this name is a couple reasons, actually. Um, I actually posted a long little excerpt of it on Facebook that I'm just going to read to you guys because that's the best way that I know how to word it. Um... Mm. So, the first reason why I chose his name is because I believe that you can nurse people with kind words. That might sound kind of weird, and I don't mean like physically nurse, but kind of like nurture and help and care for. That's like a way that you can show people that you care for them by using kind words. Um and I only ever want to speak truth and kindness in this podcast. And I hope that I can truly nurse people with reassuring and relatable words. I also feel like it's fitting because I plan to talk about many things non-work related in this podcast as well, including mental health and just different things about my life that I think that people can relate from hearing or benefit from hearing or relate to. Um, The second reason being the more literal meaning of the title is my physical identity as a nurse, which is also the sole purpose of this podcast. What do you do on a podcast? You speak words, literally. So the title, nurse with words, couldn't be any more fitting. And the third and final reason is that it just describes me. I always have something to say. I'm super chatty. I'll talk to anyone about anything. I never have enough words for some situations. I'm exactly what my title says, a nurse with words. So, why not embrace it? So, all of these reasons kind of turned into me changing the podcast to this name. And I think it fits. And I like the way it sounds better. Nurse with words. And I think it has multiple meanings. So, that's where I'm at with this. Yeah. Yeah.
1: so much for listening. I am so happy that you are here. This is a very important and exciting episode because I'm going to talk about 2020. 2020 Wrapped for you Spotify listeners. 2020 Replay for you Apple Music listeners. Wow, 2020, the year that nobody could have ever expected. We started the year out. So many things went wrong this year. We had killer bees, murder hornets, I guess, if you want to get technical. We had... I can't even think right now. See, this whole year has just been a blur. I can't even think of anything. But most importantly, and the most unfortunate thing that has happened thus far in my entire life, has been the pandemic, coronavirus, COVID-19, whatever you would like to call it that has taken over our lives for the past eight months or so all of our lives in one way or another have been affected by covid i don't care what you say i don't care if you're a non-believer i don't care if you've got this whole conspiracy theory made up about what covid was or being related to the election or whatever crap that you have put inside your head to tell yourself that it's not true and you're not getting it, it is very real. You can ask anybody who has gotten it, anybody who works in a hospital, anybody with a little bit of common sense will tell you that this pandemic has been extremely real and very hard on a lot of people's lives. People have lost their jobs. People have lost loved ones. People have lost their sanity, me included. So many things have been lost due to COVID this year. If you haven't lost your job, maybe you're stuck working at home, staring at the same blank wall every single day from sunup to sundown, doing your work from home. Maybe you work somewhere where you now have to wear a mask all the time, and it's hard. It's hard to sit there and wear a mask for 13 hours during my shift. I'm a very claustrophobic person. I hated wearing masks to begin with, and I work in the NICU, like I've said many times, And anytime you'd have a cold or anything, you were supposed to wear a mask just because babies are so immunocompromised and susceptible to all kinds of diseases and stuff. And I would hate having to wear a mask for having a cold, but I miss those days. I miss wearing a mask just because I have a small cold because now you have to wear it 24-7 and you can only eat in the break room with one other person because your mask is off and you're eating and you're in close corners with another person. We can't have everybody sitting like a big happy family in the break room anymore. We have to spread out and take turns with who can go to lunch. And anytime you are not eating or drinking, you must have your mask on. With the exception of maybe a small face break here and there if you go to the bathroom or you're sitting down at your desk and nobody else is around. But really, that mask stays on. Maybe you work in the food industry and your job has been off and on constantly and your restaurant has been closed and opened back up, but with limitations and limited seating. It doesn't matter what your job is. I guarantee that it has some way or another been affected by COVID. And the hardest part is that we are now in December Our first lockdown started in March, and there is still no end in sight. The election is over. We have to see what Joe Biden's plan of action is going to be on this pandemic. We have no idea yet, but it's not going anywhere right now, and it's probably not going anywhere anytime soon. We've got people who want to get the vaccine. We've got people who don't want to get the vaccine right away because they feel that it was rushed. And we've got people who claim they will never get the vaccine. We've got people who don't get any vaccines because they don't want to fill their body with whatever it is in the vaccine that they think is going to harm them. Every single person on this entire planet is on a different page right now. You're learning a lot more about people than you probably ever wanted to know. You can't see your family, your friends, any of your loved ones. And it sucks. It straight up sucks. So part of the reason why I picked up the hobby of podcasting is because it's something that I can do by myself indoors. I don't have to wear a mask while I do it. Thank God. And so, in some ways, I guess we can be a little bit thankful for this pandemic. Not many ways. Not many. I'm still filled with hatred for this virus. But at the end of this, we will appreciate life the way that it was so much more. And that is about the only thing that we have to be thankful for COVID-19. So it is now, somehow, December. I don't know how or when that happened, but it did. I blinked, and it's the end of the year. And as I said a little bit ago, this entire year has just been a complete blur. But here we are, almost halfway through December by the time I published this podcast episode. And we have no idea what's in store for 2021. We have just a couple weeks left of 2020 to try to make a game plan for ourselves and to try to figure out where we are going to be in 2021. And I'll let you guys in on a little secret. I hate New Year's resolutions. I think that they are fake because anything that is worth doing and going after in life and doing to change your life isn't going to just set in because the date flips to January 1st, 2021 or whatever year it is. If there is something in your life that you are passionate about, that you wanna do, a change that you need to make to better yourself, there's no reason to wait until the calendar flips to the next year to start doing that. If you put a future start date on your goals in life, that to me is just proof that you don't want it bad enough to change it right now. If you if your ultimate goal and New Year's resolution is to lose weight and you spend December thirty first on the couch eating a bag of potato chips saying oh, I can treat myself today because my diet starts tomorrow. My whole new lifestyle starts tomorrow. I am really sorry to tell you this, but there's like a 99% chance that that resolution is not going to last very far into 2021. Maybe it will last the first month or two, but after that, I guarantee you'll be right back to where you are at right now. And I'm not saying that to discourage anyone. If anybody out there has a very strong feeling towards New Year's Year's resolutions and feels that they help them accomplish their goals and that that is how they're gonna go about themselves, all the power to you, but this is how I feel. And this is what I see in myself, in friends and family and strangers. It, It just doesn't really work that way. So what I want to talk about in this episode is my goal for the rest of 2020, rather than my goals come 2021. Because in these last couple weeks of December, we have all of the power to start that change now and keep that going into the next year. And if we start it now and we continue it, go we continue going on with it into 2021, we have a much better chance of it actually sticking and actually lasting and making an impact on our lives. And the reason for that is because if you really want something, then you will do whatever it takes to do that now. Not a couple weeks from now, not a couple months from now, not next year not the year after that, you will do it now. Because it's not some magical awakening that happens on January 1st every year where you wake up and you're just a totally different person. That's just not realistic. That's not how life works. So I challenge everybody listening to take anything that they would have written down for their New Year's resolution and start making that change in your life today, whether it be losing weight or saving money or taking the steps to accomplish your next goal in life, buying a house, starting a family, whatever it is that you think that 2021 is just magically going to bring to you, start working on that today. Because if you start In December, it's no longer a New Year's resolution. And just the fact that it's no longer a New Year's resolution is already a step in the right direction towards it actually working out and happening for you, in my opinion. Like I said, nothing that I'm saying right now is being backed up by any facts or anything, just what I've observed over the past 23 years of my life and how I have come to feel about the whole situation. So I am going to share with you guys three goals that I have for myself that I am going to start working towards today, not January 1st, but today, and hope that I can carry on to become something that I work towards every single day. And nobody can tell me, If I fall off the wagon with any of them that it was just a typical New Year's resolution gone wrong because it's not a New Year's resolution. See there's a loophole there. If you do it my way and you fail, nobody can give you crap for it because it's not a New Year's resolution. You're not one of the statistics saying that New Year's resolutions don't work. And then Everything I said in the past several minutes of this episode does not even apply to you. So my first goal that I have for myself is to get my mental health under control. A couple months ago, I went to my primary care doctor and expressed how I had been feeling with a bunch of built-up depression and anxiety that I related in nursing school to school and being stressed out all the time and always thought it will get better once i'm a nurse and once i'm finally where i want to be and i don't have to worry about school work which i'm actually starting nurse practitioner school in january so i'm glad i made this appointment a couple months ago so I could start getting it under control beforehand. I will get more into that in another episode. I want to talk about going back to school and your future and finding your dream job in a whole other episode. I could talk about that forever. but So I made that appointment. I talked to my doctor and I was started on Zoloft. I've since increased my dose and it has helped me immensely. I'm not perfect though. I think I could benefit from Therapy. I've already found that talking my feelings out in this podcast has considerably helped everything that I'm feeling. So I think that sitting down in front of somebody or on Zoom or on a phone call, whatever 2020 COVID would cause it to be would benefit me even more because then I'm actually talking to a person who is licensed in being able to help me, and so that is one of my goals, to start therapy and to just get myself on track, start doing things that make me happier, start participating in more self-care, no matter what it may be, taking days to myself to just do things that I love. That is, to me, the most important goal. And I'm going to start taking that more seriously today, as soon as I wake up, because I worked night shift last night. My second goal is going to be to get my physical health back on track. So this year has caused extreme laziness. And I can't put the blame for everything on COVID and in 2020 in general. I have to take responsibility for my own actions. And so I want to start holding myself more accountable and be active and start working out and start just being healthier in general. Start eating healthier. Start cooking more. And so I actually recently got an elliptical. My boyfriend got it for me for my three-year anniversary gift with him. And I want to start using it almost every day, even if it's just for a half an hour and I'm turning on the TV and watching an episode of Vampire Diaries, which is my guilty pleasure right now, um, just just to get myself active, to get myself off the couch I can still do what I want to do. I can still enjoy my TV shows, but I'll be being productive while I'm doing it. Um, I asked for a bunch of workout equipment for Christmas as well, like weights and resistance bands and stuff. So once I get that stuff, I can take this even further. But a good step is just to be doing something. And um, so I want to start using my elliptical more. I want to, take my dog out on more walks, go out in the yard and just play catch and run around with him. It doesn't have to be anything big, but just getting myself off the couch, getting myself out of bed and doing that kind of stuff. And I'm not going to wait until January 1st to do it. I'm not going to go out and splurge on some gym membership and have to commit to an entire year and only end up going for a month because I've done that before. A lot of people do that. Gym sales spike so much in January, and then you have all of the people who regularly go to the gym complaining about all of the New Year's resolutioners and how they're taking up all the equipment at the gym and blah, blah, blah. First of all, let me just tell you, if you are one of those people, you suck because, yes, it might be annoying that your gym is overly crowded and you're not on the machine that you want to be on because somebody else that's never been to the gym before is on it, and you might know that their New Year's resolution is going to fail. But it's still extremely rude to point that out and extremely I, – I say it's extremely rude to point that out, and here I am right now telling you that if you have a New Year's resolution, it's probably not going to happen. But I'm telling it to try to be helpful and try to get people to be thinking about these things before the New Year and trying to start them before the New Year just so that they can be more on track and just, carry on these things and not think that some day of the year is just going to magically change everything. But if you are a person who is ranting on Facebook or going up to people and saying something to them at the gym, you are a part of the problem. You are you are the problem because these people are doing something that makes them feel good and something that they want to do and just let them live, okay? I'm not sitting here telling you you can never make a New Year's resolution because It's your life, and you can do whatever you want with it, and I will never judge you for that. I'm just telling you what I have seen in my life so far and how New Year's resolutions have worked for me in the past. But if you want to buy that gym membership on January 1st and try to make it work, then all the power to you and screw all the people that are going to have something bad to say about it. So... um. But yeah, so I will not be doing that this year. I actually don't know when I will return to a gym just because of everything going on right now. I'm trying to be extra cautious because I have loved ones who are older and susceptible to catching COVID and it not turning out very well for them. And I work with a patient population who is extremely sensitive and can easily get sick and I don't want to bring that to anybody at work. I don't want them to bring to bring that to any of the babies, any of my patients. So I don't know when the next time I'll step foot into a gym will be. And that's why I took it upon myself to ask for this elliptical and make my Christmas list up of a bunch of workout stuff so I can create a little home gym and do a majority of my workouts at home. So that is my second goal. And I've already kind of started, you know, messing around with the elliptical a little bit and trying to be more active. And it doesn't always mean working out. It it even means just getting up and cleaning the house and being productive and just getting your heart moving, getting up and doing stuff. And so that kind of brings me into my third goal, which is to take better care of my surroundings and the things that I spend my life savings on, such as my house and my yard and things that I a lot of times push off because I'm being lazy or I'm tired or I'm telling myself, oh, I work so many days and I don't have a day off where I can wake up in time to do all this, yada, yada, yada. So I plan to put more effort into taking care of my house, taking care of everything that I have spent so much on already and keeping it nice and not letting my mental health or my work schedule or anything interfere with the fact that I have really nice things and I want to continue to have nice things and you need to take good care of your things. You know, I need to be better about vacuuming and, whippering and dusting and doing little tasks like that and so that's my third goal and actually I lied about only wanting to talk about three goals because I have one more and that is work on my relationships my relationship with my boyfriend my friends my family even though Times are tough right now in the world, and you can't see everybody. You can still put in effort into your relationships, whether it be a FaceTime or a phone call or just making time to check up on your friends and your family and make sure that they're handling this virus and this pandemic okay. Make sure that their life is still on track and they're, they're not having a hard time. And holding them accountable for taking care of themselves just the way that you hold yourself accountable for taking care of yourself. So while I plan to work on my mental health, my physical health, taking care of my house, and working on my relationships, I want to make sure that all the important people in my life are also doing the same. So I want to make it an effort to start looking out more for the people that I love and letting them know that they can always count on me no matter what and just being there for them and never making them feel like they are a burden in my life at all because I want all of my friends and family to know that they can come to me with anything at any time and I will drop whatever I am doing to be there for them and help them so those are my four big goals that I am starting now and I just can't wait to see how far I have progressed by the time 2021 does come around, because if I start it now, all of my goals can only become stronger and get better by then. And I will already have that drive and that motivation to just keep them going rather than starting fresh. So those are my goals. And I encourage all of you to sit down and write down your goals that you have that you want to start right now and carry on into the new year. If you don't have a journal, I highly recommend getting a journal. I actually recently went out and bought a journal, and a couple of my really good friends and I attempted to start a journal club. Now, we live all in different states. We're all from the same place, but work and military and marriage has separated us but the three of us are still best friends. Um, And so we thought that a really good idea would be to start a journal club and have a list of prompts and write about them and then designate a day to FaceTime or call on the phone and just, like, read our prompts to each other and talk about them and then set a new one and a new date, et cetera. So, so far we've done this a couple times but our schedules are very clashing. We're in different time zones, so it makes it really hard to find time to FaceTime or call each other and talk about them. But it still helps and is a really smart and good idea. It really helps just to write this stuff down. Even if you don't get to share it immediately, it still feels really good to get it all out on paper. And plus, in today's world, we don't really write that often anymore. Everything we do is done electronically, on a computer, and sometimes it feels really good to just sit down and write with a pen and paper. And I found that through journaling, and I love it. And I want to continue journaling even more, and that's that goes along with my relationship goal is that I want to keep that going because I think that that creates a bond with my friends that we didn't have before, and we can learn more about each other's lives and more in-depth things about each other because we're writing about them in this journal and putting all of our feelings onto paper, and we're learning more about each other. We are learning how to help each other, and it's just a really good idea, and I really I recommend it to anybody, especially when you have long-distance friends that you don't get to see that often and who may be in different time zones, like my situation. It's especially right now with COVID and not really being able to see our friends that much. This could be perfect, even if you live right down the road from your friend, but you can't really see them all that often. So this is something that I recommend. And if you aren't super big into journaling, I still recommend at least writing down these goals because if you write them down and you revisit them Every single day or every time you're feeling down or you're feeling unmotivated, you look at that piece of paper and you think, these are the goals that I have that are important to me. These are the things that I want to accomplish in my life. And just looking at them can remind you of them and give you that little push that you need to go after them.
0: And if you happen to take my advice and you do come up with a couple goals I invite you to share them with me. You can share them with me in person, on Facebook, on Instagram, Twitter, wherever wherever you can find me. I encourage you to share them with me because I want to know what your guys' goals are and what your plan of action is for them. And I hope that listening to this podcast can Help you come up with them. Maybe you heard some of mine and thought, "Oh, I need to work on that too." I want to know because I care about everybody who listens to my podcast. I know that I have a small listening base right now, and I hope that I only continue to grow in the podcast industry. And I hope that someday I have a lot of listeners. Um, But I really truly care about every one of you, and I want to know what your goals are. I want to hear how my podcast has influenced you to reach out towards your goals. And um, so let me know. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Bria Ligabel, B-R-I-A-L-I-G-I-B-E-L. And then on Facebook, my name is Sembria Ligabel, S-E-M-B-R-I-A. That is actually my full name. And I, Okay, a little story time here. So my entire life, I have gone by Bria. And it's just been so much easier. It's easier to say. It's easier to spell. People have heard it before. So it's just been easier. But now that I'm older, I really appreciate my full name, Sembria. And I appreciate my mom giving me a name that is different and that not everybody has. And maybe it's a name that I can't find on mugs or keychains, but it's also not the same name that everybody else has. And I really appreciate it. And I like it. And I think it's really pretty. And so when I started my job as a nurse, I introduced myself as Sembria, And that's what my badge says and i i stuck with it and everybody at my work parents and coworkers my manager everybody refers to me as sembria and i really like it and i didn't tell anybody at my work for the longest time that i usually go by bria because i didn't want that to pick up there i wanted to be sembria at work and i actually debated for a long time about whether i wanted to go by bria or sembria in this podcast and i ended up going with bria just because, you know, I want my name to get out there. I want my podcast to get out there. And I just thought Bria would be a little bit easier for people to remember and just easier to say. And I don't know. I I recorded my intro and I introduced myself as Bria. And then I published it without even really realizing it. And then I was like, oh, well, I guess that's that answers my question. That's how I'm going to do it. I'm going to go by Bria. So, anyways on Facebook, Sambria. Um, So yeah, reach out to me. Let me know what your goals are and share them with me and we can talk about it for a little bit. On the topic of social media, I recently posted on my Instagram a little recommendation box for people to tell me what types of things that they want to hear me talk about in my podcast, nursing related and non. So if you don't follow me on social media, please do because I want to hear what everybody has to say and the kind of things that people want to hear in my podcast. So a couple of the things that people told me were burnout and how to avoid it, um, the NCLEX, exam talking about preparation and just how it was, um, the difference between night and day shift, choosing your forever nursing career, what it's like to be a new nurse, workplace violence, relationships with patients and family, how to deal with coworker conflict, COVID impact, self-care, um, what it's like going from school to real life nursing, which I actually did talk about a lot in my first episode, um, my house and the projects around my house. I really appreciated this answer actually because it wasn't nursing related and I do want to expand this podcast into being more than just nursing related so that I can expand my listeners. And that's what I talked about a lot during my last episode, episode two. Um, And then the final one was how to stay motivated to exercise while working long shift slash night shift. So these are all really good ideas um, and actually most of them were things that I do plan on talking about so it's really good and relieving to know that those are the kind of things that people want to hear so I know that I'm on the right track with this podcast um, so I want but I want to hear more you know I don't plan on stopping this podcast anytime soon I want to do this for a long time so I want to know more examples of the things that you guys want me to talk about and address on these episodes So follow me on social media and let me know what you think. You can also keep up to date on my life and how I'm doing there as well. And whatever I don't talk about on my podcast, I pretty much post on social media. I'm a very public person. That's another thing I could probably work on is trying to be a little bit more private and mysterious because I I post a lot. Um... Not too much. I don't want to scare you away from following me, <laughs> but I do share a lot of my life and I'm an open book and I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but I also don't think, I, th- I also think that it would benefit me a little bit to keep a little bit more to myself. So please, please, please follow me and let me know any recommendations that you guys have. So really quickly, before I wrap this episode up, I want to address one more thing about COVID and New Year's resolutions and just going forward with this new way of life. The best advice I can give for going into this new year is to just be present. Don't dwindle on the past of what 2020 should have been. Don't let the effects of this pandemic let you stop yourself from being the best version of yourself every single day. This is a big reason and why I don't believe in New Year's resolutions, because COVID isn't going to go away just because the new year hits. It's still going to be here after the ball drops at midnight. So if you prepare yourself now and start working towards your goals now, nothing is going to stop you come January 1st when you wake up and realize the world is still just as messed up as it was the day before. If all you remember of 2020 is the negative and the hurt that it's caused, you aren't going to want to make those necessary changes in your life when you realize the fight isn't over. Start now, start today, making your life better before it's too late. There's no expiration date on COVID, and just like milk, you don't wait until the last day to drink it. I'm not sure where that analogy came from, but I actually really dig it. My brain never fails me in coming up with weird yet totally accurate comparisons. You heard it here, folks. COVID is like milk. You either love it or you hate it and think it's killing everyone. Well, I'm not sure anyone loves COVID, but you get the point. Okay, I'm done. So there you have it. My first episode that does not have anything to do with being a nurse. Hopefully, everybody who listened to this was able to take something away from it. And even if you didn't, hopefully you just listened to me talk for the past 40 minutes or so. I want to say again, I know I say this all the time, but I appreciate each and every one of you who is listening to this so much. And I wouldn't be where I am right now, which I know is not very far, but I wouldn't even have the motivation and the drive to continue on with this if I didn't know that I had people listening and people who had my back and people supporting me. So thank you guys so very much. And I am so excited to give you another episode, whether it be nursing related or not, that you can enjoy or not enjoy, but hopefully enjoy. (laughs) Thanks guys.